Merry Christmas from The Benny Show. What you're about to hear is our streaming show that includes some really funny static memes and videos that may not make sense on audio only, but we thought that this show of glad tidings and happiness and joy around Christmas was an important message for you to hear. So please enjoy the show. Merry Christmas and Merry Christmas. We only say Merry Christmas on this program. Today is Friday, December 23rd, 2022. It is the day before Christmas Eve. It is our last show before the celebration of the birth of sweet baby Jesus Christ. And today on the show, we're going to talk about the Florida Supreme Court approving DeSantis' grand jury to investigate COVID-19 vaccine manufacturers. A present under the tree for all of us. Christmas come early this year. Disney's stock is on its way to its worst year since 1974. Were you even alive in 1974? And a very, very special Christmas message from The Benny Show. My name is Benny Johnson, and this is The Benny Show. Ladies and gentlemen, it's freezing in Tampa. I'm in Tampa right now. It's freezing cold. Now we got a freezing cold studio behind us. We got the reds. We got the greens. We got the reds and the greens. We got Christmas trees in every direction. We are stacked and I'm going to wear this hat the entire show. Royce got me the hat. It has these little antlers in it. I don't like them. I don't like them. I flip it around. Flip it around. That's much more dignified right there. There we go. Much more dignified. It is cold in Tampa. Royce, is it cold? It's cold in Tampa. I'm seeing my buddies in Nashville who work at the Daily Wire. They're showing me photos of, like, snow in Nashville. Is it snowing where you are right now? Let me know. And in the comment section, let's light it up. Let me know if we can get a Merry Christmas from all 50 states. I want all 50 states a Merry Christmas. Let me see. Merry Christmas from all 50 states. I see here in Ohio. There we go. We got Cheryl in Ohio. Let's get a Merry Christmas from all 50 states. Here we go. We got North Dakota. Come on, people. Let's do it. Puerto Rico. <laughs> yeah, baby. Fantastic. And Atlanta. We got Georgia here. It's 60 degrees in Atlanta. Yikes. Whoa. We got Ohio and Pennsylvania. Look at that. And Florida, baby. Negative 34 in Ohio and Arizona. We are Going to be bringing you glad tidings. We need more glad tidings in our movement. And this show is about glad tidings today. We do have a first story here, though, showing that 200 million people around the country will be in a cold snap, severe weather warning, historic winter storm. You know what we say. We do, we want everyone to live happy, but also, yeah, load up on the fire, fire ward. I was going to say fireworks. That's that's 4th of July. Do fireworks too. Anything goes in the celebration of the sweet baby Christ and his birthday. Uh, load up on the fireworks and the firewood and the hot cocoa. We are going to be, what are we going to be doing? In my household, we're going to be doing lamb chops for Christmas. I'm going to bake a duck. Do you know I know how to cook like one thing? I know how to cook one thing. I cook a duck every Christmas. A big, giant, golden roasted duck. Stuff it with oranges and all types of uh, uh, nutmeg and all this stuff. And I do the Christmas duck, Benny's Christmas duck. I'll put it online. You guys can you guys can watch. Maybe we'll make a video. 
Ladies and gentlemen, uh, what else we got? Prime rib. That's what we're going to do in my household. I am hosting my family this year. Are you hosting your family? Let's go through and make sure that we got Iowa. What's up, Michelle from Iowa? Kentucky in the house. Cat Roush from Kentucky. Texas. Where would we be without Texas? We got Sally from Ohio. North Carolina. Tennessee. Donna Miller from Tennessee. How we doing? Texas and Wisconsin. Josh and a Epic pilot. Yes. Wisconsin and Pennsylvania and Hawaii. Come on. Blue Christmas, baby. It's sweet Hawaii. We are having a great time. We're going to show you how big this movement is on the show today. We've got Utah in the house. We're going to show you how good this, how good and how merry and how wonderful this country is on the show today. Today is a celebration of Christmas. We've got a couple of stories we want to talk through. And then we have, I think, a very important sp- Christmas message uh, to you. A blessing to you and a present under the tree for you. Because, quite frankly, we are deeply and abidingly grateful to this audience. Please, ladies and gentlemen, stay warm out there. Bundle up. This is uh, the, the the weather forecast. North Carolina is among the hardest hit by the storm. So we got some people watching from North Carolina. Watch out, baby. More than 120,000 customers were left in the dark with power outages in North Carolina. Connecticut had 100,000 power outages, 82,000 power outages in Texas on Friday morning. National Weather Service warned that a powerful Arctic front continues to sweep across the eastern third of the nation impacting travel and could be expected over 200 million people a 60 percent of the u.s population could be affected by the winter storm advisory so i think you young uh young young squire in puerto rico you may be fine but it's going to be 30 degrees in tampa on christmas day you want to talk about a christmas miracle i love christmas you want to talk about a christmas miracle i would love to see snow in tampa on christmas day i want it i demand it we want the snow in tampa but I wouldn't trust – I don't trust the drivers around here in the best of conditions. I will not be getting on the road with the people here in Florida if it's snow on the road. In addition to very cold temperatures, winds high. Wake from the front of the wind chill readings. Boy, they are going to be hammering the eastern and central United States wind chill. So, ladies and gentlemen, stay cozy out there. Stay warm. Firewood, fireworks, and the fireworks are popping off here in Florida. I wouldn't trust any of the drivers driving through snow in Florida, but I would trust our governor because massive breaking news in the state of Florida. Again, a beautiful Christmas present under the tree for all freedom-minded patriots who say, my body is my body, and I'm going to protect my bloodstream. And I'm go- I like I have been given this body by God, and this body is a temple— And so you are not going to force upon me medicine that I don't want, whatever you want to call it, therapeutic, whatever you want to call it, experiment. Ladies and gentlemen, I have a right to bodily autonomy, the right to life, the right to protect what God has given me, which is this body, and a huge victory for those who believe that here in the state of Florida. And I don't care if you don't believe that. It's true, baby. Florida Supreme Court has approved Ron DeSantis' grand jury to investigate mRNA COVID-19 vaccine manufacturers. Yo! This happened in the last 24 hours. So Ron DeSantis is going to be able to intern a grand jury here in Florida in order to investigate whether COVID-19 manufacturers lied ladies and gentlemen, about their product. Here's DeSantis telling you what he's going to do. 
will be able to get the data whether they want to give it or not. Uh, because in Florida, you know, it is against the law to mislead and to misrepresent, particularly when you're talking about the efficacy of a drug. Uh, we see just the other, uh, just recently, Florida got $3.2 billion through legal action against those responsible for the opioid crisis. And so it's not like this is something that's unprecedented. So today, uh, I'm announcing uh, a petition with the Supreme Court of Florida to impanel a statewide grand jury to investigate any and all wrongdoing in Florida with respect to COVID-19 vaccines. And we anticipate that we will get the approval for that. Uh, that will be something that will be impaneled, most likely in the Tampa Bay area. Uh, and that will come with legal processes that will be able uh, to get more information and to bring legal accountability for those who committed misconduct. Hell yeah, baby. I got the gavel. We're ready to go. I got the gavel. Put me on the jury. Put me on the jury. It's here in Tampa Bay. Baby, I got you. And I'm from the Midwest. Okay, so shout out to Iowa. I'm from Iowa. That's where I was raised. That's where I went to school, went to the University of Iowa. I, like, put me on. I know how to drive in the snow. Okay? DeSantis, I know how to drive in the snow. From the Midwest, baby. I can be on your jury. Let me run the jury for these COVID-19 vaccine manufacturers and liars. The grand jury is suggested by the governor will be seeking to require big pharmaceutical companies to reveal their data on the safety behind the COVID-19 vaccines as developed. Several points were laid out holding that the federal government and big pharma accountable, including establishing a public health integrity committee. The committee will be overseen by the Surgeon General and assess Florida's public health recommendations and guidance. Phil, filing a petition for a statewide grand jury and investigating crimes and wrongdoings committed against Florida related to COVID-19 vaccine. Who, baby? Healthcare professionals should always communicate the risks for medical intervention to their patients in a manner that is clinically appropriate and meets the standards of ethical practices. President Biden and Big Pharma have completely prevented that from happening. It's wrong, says Joseph Lopato, Florida Surgeon General. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it is the holiday season, and we were expecting to find a wonderful glowing red present under our Christmas tree a red wave, and unfortunately, it was more like a red wave for a kiddie pool. And so we may be left with more disastrous spending from Joe Biden, more taxes and deepening inflation. How do you protect what you have saved? Well, the answer is to diversify your IRA or 401k into precious metals. And you should do that with my friends at Birch Gold Group. Text Benny to 989898. Birch Gold will send you a free info kit on protecting your savings with gold in a tax-sheltered account. These are great people with almost 20 years' experience in converting IRAs and 401ks into precious metals, something with real value. Don't allow the left to devalue your savings, especially this Christmas. Text Benny to 989898 to claim your free no-obligation info kit on Birch Gold. Again, you can own physical gold and silver in a tax-sheltered retirement account, and Birch Gold will help you do it. Birch Gold has an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, countless five-star reviews, and thousands of satisfied customers. Check them out now. Text Benny to 989898. Nine eight to secure your future. Go gold. Do it today. With these new actions, we will shed light on the forces that obscured truthful, truthful communications about the COVID-19 vaccines. God speed. God speed. You want to talk about a Christmas miracle? This is one of them. You want to talk about bring me gold, frankincense, and Merca? That is Merca right there, holding these liars accountable. It continues, ladies and gentlemen, apace here in the state of Florida. 
Go woke, go broke, baby. Disney is about to collapse. Disney here, the company that has run out of the filth, rat-infested, homeless encampment of Burbank, California, trying to export through a sludge, toxic sludge pipeline, their values to the state of Florida. It ain't happening. Ron DeSantis snapped the neck of the rat and said why don't you go back to California? We're going to take away your special little taxation rights here in Florida because you interfered in the morality of the people of Florida. This shouldn't have been hard. You're a company that is designed for children, children entertainment company. You should have absolutely no say or you should be on our side when it comes to preventing predations on our children, which is exactly what the Parental Rights and Education Bill did. That's what Ron DeSantis signed that allowed for children to go to school and simply learn and not to be indoctrinated. That's all the bill did. Somehow Dis Disney listened to its – like this is, this is a practice, by the way, that's going to end here in America. Mark my words. Companies are going to meet hard times, and Disney is the canary in the coal mine right now. It's the rat in the rat hole, mouse in the mouse trap. It's learning that when you listen to the 1% of activists at your company, most people just go to work to go to work. And there's always going to be mentally ill people on your staff if you have a large enough company. Most people just go to work to go to work. They're not sitting there trying to be activists. Disney listened to the activist class. They thought that that was the plurality in their company. We knew that it wasn't. We actually had interviews with whistleblowers at Disney talking. Uh, the vast majority of Disney employees do not want this woke garbage. They listened to the screaming loud activist class, the 1% of Disney that was really upset about parental rights and education bill to prevent predations and predators from abusing our children. That's all the bill does. And then Disney became super political and started a, a war with Ron DeSantis. Well, that war is not uh, going well. Here's what Disney's stock price looks like if you need a little extra pep in your step. Two days before uh, the sweet celebration of the birth of Christ, Disney stock price down 45% and on track to have the company's worst annual stock performance in 50 years. House of the Mouse, which is already planning to freeze hiring and cut jobs, has seen disappointing results with woke filmmaking. They have produced woke films like the new Avatar film, Strange World, and Lightyear. They have shoved LGBTQ plus alphabet programming into all of these products. People don't want that. People want simply, it's not that they're homophobic or against that, is that they simply want entertainment to be entertainment and not political pablum. People are so sick and tired. They've had a belly full of it. They've had a belly full of the preening and petitioning and moralizing from Hollywood. People just want to be entertained. We want to watch Tom Cruise blow up bad guys in jets. That's it. We want to watch a pretty cool father, fatherhood story, right? With Tom Cruise essentially adopting, uh, you know, his co-pilot's his deceased co-pilot's son. We want to see some happiness in our life and some joy. And we are sick of the preening and moralizing from you people who are the society's greatest degenerates, you people who flew on Epstein's jets and who did unspeakable things for Harvey Weinstein in order to get into his movies. You people are sitting there trying to tell America how to live. You people, Christy Teigen, putting suicide notes in half of the Twitter DMs that are open right now. You people, you're monsters. And everyone knows it now. And you disgust us. And so stop sitting there and trying to act as though you're our moral betters. The veneer has been ripped off. There is no more. The movie star died this year. There's no more movie stars uh, in this country. 
the last ones are essentially aging fossils from the 80s. Tom Cruise is like the last literal movie star. It, it, you have broken your systems. You have broken. Uh, th- you have broken your entire industry. Uh, you went woke. Now you're going broke. And this is happening right now. First off, the first mouse in the mouse trap is Disney. Their stocks price has plummeted. Disney was shooting for big wins this year. Disney Plus, of course, has also collapsed. The streamer lost one point five billion dollars in 2022. Man, and they've lost hundreds of millions of dollars in 2021 during the um, uh, during the uh, call. The call was leaked yesterday. The Disney like stock options call. And apparently like half of the subscribers for Disney Plus are single males who don't have any children. So it's like you're really missing your demographic there. You're going for like the Cheeto Cheeto dusted covered incel demographic living in their parents basement. Not. Those aren't the people that you want, like sweating and wallowing through your parks all day. Disney, you've gone, you've gone busted. A great American company, and I don't care. I don't care. We can rebuild. We can rebuild other things. Do you know that right now at the Benny Show, we are creating our first cartoon, holiday cartoon. We're making our first animated series here at the Benny Show. We're very, very excited about it. We'll give you a a sneak preview of that uh, later on in the program. Former CEO Bob Iger, who made a shock return to the top job last month, publicly and privately stated the dislike for how Chapik had handled everything. This is the other Bob that was essentially kicked out on a Sunday and canceled by Disney. Uh, His battle with Ron DeSantis, which led to the company losing major tax breaks, self-governance, and uh, Scarlett Johansson's contract dispute over Black Widow. Anyway, the whole thing was just a nightmare for them. These are the two Bobs. Uh, They gave the company back to the guy who, like, caused the downfall of the company, Bob Iger. It doesn't matter. Maybe you should get a CEO for Disney that doesn't live in Burbank, California. Maybe you should get some people from Florida who are like in tune with actual family values to start running your company and not people who see this company, this company like to create cultural necrophilia, which is what these people are doing to a good, stable American company that fought World War Two with cartoons uh, that has like a very proud tradition. Walt Disney created a fine company and these people are destroying. They're desecrating the corpse of this company that used to be a great American company. They're they're destroying it. These people don't deserve to do that because they didn't build this company. And so shame on them. And we're like, we're very, very happy to eat their lunch. We're going to be making cartoons here at The Many Show. We're very, very excited about it. So get ready, ladies and gentlemen. These people have no right. Again, they're simply utilizing the work of better men and better women in bygone generations who actually created content that your children would want to watch. Ask yourself this question. When was the last time Disney created a classic? I asked my wife this question the other day. When was the last time Disney created a classic? She she brought up Beauty and the Beast, which was released in like 1990. Beauty and the Beast, which is a classic. It's a great, great movie. Lion King, great movie. Little Mermaid. But these are in the 80s and 90s, early 90s. You're talking like, you're talking 30 years ago, Disney creating classics. They haven't done anything in my, really my adult life. They've done nothing of note. So, ladies and gentlemen, and it's, shut up, Royce. No. Royce says Frozen. Royce is saying Frozen's a classic. Let me know in the comment section. Do you think Frozen is a classic? Royce says, Fro- show yourself, Royce. Show yourself. Show yourself. Everyone, roast him. Roast him. Roast him. Is Frozen a classic? Roast Royce. 
This is our Christmas ro Christmas roast of Royce. Is Frozen a classic? Ladies and gentlemen, let me know. Let me know. Let me know. Whenever I hear that song come on, I ban it from my household because I don't want my kid to get addicted to it. I know that's like the the fentanyl of music, musical scores. Uh, let it let it go or whatever whatever on Frozen. So I'm not going to I'm not going to allow that drug in my household. So I ban it from my house. <laughs> Is Royce getting destroyed in the comment section? Let me know. <laughs> Is Frozen a classic? I think not. Oh, baby, but this is a classic. Carrie Lake's trial is a classic. Carrie Lake has, go has gone to trial. She had her uh, trial day yesterday, and she is doing a, I mean, God's work, quite frankly, exposing the malfeasance and the institutional corruption inside of Maricopa County. This is incredible work by Carrie Lake. Uh, election day chaos, substantial enough to express, to change the leaderboard, according to expert witnesses. One of our friends, uh, one of our friends, Rich Barris, uh, big data poll director Rich Barris testified yesterday that the chaos that was created by the misprinting of ballots that we covered yesterday and the chaos that was created by the uh, breaking of the machines Right. Due to the misprinted ballots, the chain of custody, the disaster that was created on Election Day in Maricopa County by design, according to expert witnesses, by design, according to the expert witnesses, ladies and gentlemen, that 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 was enough to swing the results of the election, according to Rich Barris. Take it away. I, I'm trying to explain that it is my opinion that the problems that people heard about and the issues they experienced and that that is two and a half percent, not that much to 40,000. But that is my opinion. Absolutely. From what people told us. And the amount, the percent that was missing from the poll, again, at all the exit polls we, set, we have ever conducted, you don't see missing participants like this without something happening, some other variable getting thrown into the equation. You're not offering an opinion that any specific percentage of voters stayed home as a result of tabulator issues on election day, are you? A, a range. A, the Yes, I gave a range. I mean, I can't give us, nobody can give a specific number. I can only give you, you know, an idea of whether or not it's, it's um, you know, mathematically, you know, or not even just whether or not the range that is reasonable, you know, we can conclude with it's a degree of mathematical certainty that this affected this chunk of voters. Is that enough uh, to, to have changed the outcome? And I am offering the opinion that that range is enough to put the outcome in doubt. So that was Rich Barris essentially saying that based on his data, and this is what the man does for a living and he's the best at it, uh, that you could argue that all of the malfunctions and institutional malfeasance that happened, and we have been covering this in great detail to Kerry Lake and to the voters on Election Day in Maricopa County. Funny how it's the Election Day ballots that were misprinted and not the mail-in ballots, right? All the mail-in ballots, which is the optimum and the actualized way for Democrats to vote, that was fine. But the same-day voting, that was not fine. Same-day voting which is the, the the medium for Republicans and conservatives to vote primarily in Maricopa County, they botched that. Somebody had an authorization key, according to expert witnesses, and was able to change, essentially, the printing docet for the ballots so that they wouldn't read correctly. And that created chaos. And Rich Barris is saying that that's enough. Now, what does Carrie Lake need to do? Well, now the arguments have been heard by the judge. The judge is going to make a ruling. The judge could rule that we need a revote in Maricopa County. I think that he will, he will because they have presented demonstrable evidence 
to the fact that the county not only not only did the county uh, act in institutional ignorance or malevolence towards Carrie Lake, but that it was enough to swing this razor thin margin. So let's pray, ladies and gentlemen, let's pray for a miracle, a revote in Maricopa County. That would be incredible. I would love to see it. Pandemonium. Let me just tell you this. That people are sweating bullets right now in the desert there in Phoenix. Katie Hobbs and her team are sweating bullets. Now, my wife was sweating and very, very scared when we were traveling earlier this week because she knows that as a woman in America and if, she, if she's traveling with a bag in America, that she ain't safe. Okay? At any airport, anywhere in America, you may see this perp. Okay? If you are at the baggage section of any airport in America and you see this man, can we make this uh, this photo? This is a uh, this is a photo taken by a, uh, you know, intrepid young female traveler. If you see this. If you see this non-binary person at the airport. Ladies and gentlemen, run away as fast as you can. Grab your bags. Quickly, quickly, because this person may indeed start wearing your clothes. And Joe Biden would celebrate that fact. This is, of course, Sam Brinton. This is a real photo of Sam Brinton. Sam Brinton has been thankfully locked up for stealing women's luggage at the airports. Uh, Sam Brinton worked for the Biden administration, a radioactive, obviously very dangerous, unstable radioactive element uh, of a person himself. Sam Brinton worked in the nuclear spent fuel uh, section of the Department of Energy. Joe Biden celebrated the hiring of this person. Uh, Sam Brinton uses they them pronouns, which means when Sam Brinton tags your bag, uh, it's definitely going to be my mind when Sam Brinton is stealing your luggage, which he did to multiple women across the country in different regions. We, we know of two. It could have been many more. Sam Brinton would hunt these women through the airport, just in case you're wondering the kind of people that serve in the Biden administration. He would hunt these women through the airport and then he would steal their luggage and then he would wear their clothes. OK, uh, it goes kind of like this when you're looking for your bag in the airport. Sam Brinton says, no, this is my bag. And that's OK, because these people are communists. And so this is actually ideologically consistent uh, with their worldview. What else we got here? Uh, brand new Grand Theft, grand, brand new Grand Theft Auto. Sam, Sam Ma'am Andreas. <laughs> Be careful out there. Many many people are traveling today. Many people traveling across the country. Women, ladies specifically, watch out. Be careful. Let's uh, let's see here. What do we got? We got Sam Brinton's mugshot. This is uh, this is me before and after investing in FTX. This is me before and after uh, build back better. <laughs> this is this is the build. This is the build back better. Me be uh, me be me before and me after having to cover the Arizona election. Of course, Sam Brinton will probably get a uh, a brand new job. He's a leftist, so he'll be okay. Bag Lenciaga. Maybe they'll change their name. A little bit of a branding problem there, and. Uh, yeah, I think that's appropriate. Katie Hobbs, the Arizona election. <laughs> Just pick that one up over at the uh, at the baggage claim. This is uh, Arizona elections be like this. The uh, ice cream machine. 
ice cream machine at McDonald's. Somebody who's very, uh, very excited and um, very in tune with fast food is Katie Hobbs. This is how Katie Hobbs reacted when a reporter approached her while she was eating fast food. R.C. Maxwell Project Veritas Action. After a brief question about statements that he's made. Right. What a great tactic. You just spill the you spill the coke. Spill the uh, spill the Diet Coke. Maybe that's what happened to the election machines in Arizona. You ever ask that? Maybe that's how I mean, that's where Katie Hobbs. Maybe that's where Katie Hobbs got the uh, got the idea. This is how Katie Hobbs acts towards reporters. This is how Carrie Lake acted towards reporters. Man, Arizona, you missed your shot here. Hi, Harry. Hi. Hi. Nice to see you. You, you, you don't have a mask on anymore. Yeah, What's we're, going we're on? Outside. Do you have a well, minute to well chat? we're six feet apart. <laughs> do you have a minute to chat? Um, I'll do an interview. Okay. As long as it airs on CNN Plus. Oh. <laughs> Does that still exist? I didn't think so because the people don't like what you guys are peddling, so, which is propaganda. Thank do you. you. Boom, shakalaka. <laughs> Come on. Whatever it is. That God has in store for Carrie Lake. I'm not a judge. I'm not a. I'm not a, a juror in Carrie Lake's trial. I don't know. I watched it. I thought it was very convincing, and I hope that Carrie Lake gets a a revote, or gets declared governor, or whatever the judge is going to do. Pray for the judge. But whatever God has in store for Carrie Lake, she is a gift to our movement, and I say thank you to the people of Arizona for uh, giving us Carrie Lake. Carrie Lake is a is a, is a treasure. So whatever she does next, whatever God has in store. She is a a gift. And what is not a gift to the state of Arizona is Katie Hobbs, who's a convicted racist. Katie Hobbs, convicted racist, former state staffer under Hobbs, awarded $2.7 million in race discrimination firing. Katie Hobbs is a convicted racist. You have the most racist governor. She's a a, a white Democrat, far leftist in Arizona, and uh, she's a total racist. So Democrat Party has a little bit of uh, ground to make up with minority voters. Uh, let's see if Jill Biden can help us um, with the largest population of minority voters in America, Latino voters. Jill Biden, take it away. So say it with me. See, say, the future is ours. Thank you. See, say, Podway. Can we get an inspirational poster for that? There it is. Good job. I would uh, let's hang that on the wall. Let's do that. Can we do that one next? We got the stay based. Show people the stay based, Royce. We got the stay based. We got the stay based poster right here. Let's get a CSA Podway. Let's get a CSA Podway. Rosie, Rosie the Riveter. CSA Podway. Let's get one of those. I want that up on the wall in the studio. <laughs> oh. Uh, okay. Do we have do we have Jill Biden trying one more time preciously to convince Latinos to vote for her and her dandruffy old husband? The diversity of this community, as distinct as the Bogodas of the Bronx, as beautiful as the blossoms of Miami. And as unique as the breakfast tacos here in San Antonio. (laughs) She called people breakfast tacos. She called them breakfast tacos. Okay. Jill Biden called Latinos breakfast tacos. Donald Trump ain't calling anyone tacos. Donald Trump posed with the taco bowl. 
All right, for Cinco de Mayo, that's le- that's legendary, baby. That's epic bro level. But uh, Joe Biden's calling Latinos tacos. What do we got on that, Royce? Let's see. Joe Biden getting the taco award. Very good. Okay. Then nice job, Joe. Uh, is this a Hispanic? <laughs> it's Joe Biden. <laughs> All right. What else we got? We are not tacos. This is a good one. This is a real tweet from the National Association of Hispanic Journalists. You know, I know a couple dues paying members inside of the National Association of Hispanic Journalists. They had to tweet, we are not tacos at Joe Biden. Things aren't going well. Things aren't going well for Democrats as it pertains to as it pertains to minority outreach. And it gets worse. Compliments of the great state of Florida. DeSantis has sent migrants on a plane to Martha's Vineyard. Now, this is where the Obamas have a home, Oprah, Beyonce, even James Taylor, who's going to be seeing fire, rain and migrants. Uh, Not to mention Rosie O'Donnell. I mean, everybody basically that, you know, on the left has a home there. Do you think they're going to be embracing their new neighbors? (laughs) You know, these are all sanctuary cities until they're in their sanctuary. Guys, let's be thankful this year. Let's be thankful this year. Look at this. We introduced the world to FJB Air here in Florida. This is a very special airline that we have here. It operates just out of Florida. (laughs) Do you know that, according to polling, that the plurality of Latinos and especially first generation Latinos are in favor of DeSantis's flights to Martha's Vineyard? That's according to NBC polling here in the state of Florida. So we are winning, baby. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, somebody who's not in favor of this is somebody who lives in Martha's Vineyard. His name is Barack Obama. And Barack Obama's got bigger house than you, baby. He's got a more expensive house than you. He's got 30 acres. Look at Obama's house. That's Obama's house right there. Look at that house. Look at that walk-in pool. He's got 11 bedrooms, seven and a half bathrooms. Do you know that? He's got plenty of room for 50 migrants. Plenty of room. You just double them up. He's got enough bedrooms for the 50 migrants. You can put some tents out in the yard. Look at that. You're good. So you'd think that the guy who would would be welcoming the migrants, but Obama turns into the McCloskeys. Like, uh, as soon as they arrive. Obama didn't once open up his house to the migrants that came here through open borders, which is the policy that he supports in his third term as president here in the uh, Biden regime. He's sitting there, you know, getting out the uh, AR-15, <laughs> a little, little pew-pew. <laughs> Martha's Vineyard, build the wall! Build the wall! This is the wall going up around Martha's Vineyard, and it ain't just Martha's Vineyard. On the same day that DeSantis did this, it got less news attention, but on the same day, Texas, stand proud. This is what your governor did to Kamala Harris's house. The governor of Texas sent like 150 Hondurans to Kamala Harris's house, which is in the Naval Observatory. That's where the vice president lives in Washington, D.C. This prompted some delightful meme makers to create this meme of Kamala Harris. Very apropos and perfection. Such a great meme. Such a great meme. It's so good that when I was doing the Meme Wars tour this year, and in case you're wondering, we are we are going to be lifting your spirits. This is what the show is about. We are lifting your spirits. Good news only on this show. Good news only. We're going to be lifting your spirits on this show. 
That's what this is about. We're going to show you and give you bountiful energy going into the holiday season, give you things to smile about and be happy about and to to know, be joyful about a wellspring of joy. That's what we're doing here. And that's what I did this year when I did the meme wars tour. We went across the country and did the meme wars. And we, 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 we spoke to thousands of people, actually, in five different states. It was wonderful. So amazing, except for there was one guy that really didn't like it when I played that Kamala Harris meme. Right. Mostly peaceful projector attack. Not sure what that guy has against South Korean made Panasonic projectors. R.I.P. But this man went and uh, kicked my projector over. He was so upset. He is uh, definitely going to be invited into the next Mar-a-Lago raid. This guy's got a, a good little kick there, a little feather kick, a little, little, little punch kick there. Good for you, man. Good for you. And by the way, I got to say, if this homie has any desire to actually be upset about a real racist thing, a real racist clip from a very powerful member of American political class, well, then I got you too. I got you. All right. I got you. Watch. You got more questions, but I tell you, if you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump and you ain't black. Homie, I got you. If you want to actually be upset about a racist clip from our political class, I'll just start playing Joe Biden clips. I'll just start playing Jill Biden clips. What do we got next? Oh, come on. Okay, come on. Then you don't make fun of Joe Biden falling. Over. Hey, hey, we're above that. All right. We're above that. Joe Biden falling over is a very serious issue. We do not make fun of it. In fact, we produce PSAs about it. When you fall and can't get up, an accident can turn into a tragedy. But with Life Alert, one touch of a button can get you help, fast. Life Alert Security Center, is this Joe? I have fallen my bike and I can't get up. The ambulance is on its way. I'm notifying your doctor and your next door neighbor, Joe. And don't worry, I'll stay right here with you until help arrives. <laughs> Look at that one. <laughs> okay what's next oh joe very bad idea to take the bike on the stairs come on joe what's next okay good all right good we'll show you how, we'll show you how to do it donald trump actually shared this meme on truth social go <laughs> you know they actually renamed the place Brandon Falls. I went there. They actually renamed it Brandon Falls. You can see it on Google Maps. You go to Google Maps. You type in Brandon Falls right now. Check it out. There it is, right there. Brandon Falls. This is, it has a five star rating. <laughs> it's created Bidening. Bidening is the hottest new trend with all the kids. What you do is you go to where Brandon fell and you essentially fall like this. Okay, 
<laughs> Got him. The kids are into it. What's next? Oh, yes. Okay. What's next? Okay. Th this is the hottest, hottest rap album of the year. Joe Fell here. Parental advisory. <laughs> Ooh. So here we go. All right. So here we go. Stop here, Royce. Stop. These people. It's fun to make fun of them. It's very, uh, it's, it's very healing, I think, to make fun of them. God actually designed your your brain to to heal when you're laughing with a group of people. And I hope that you're laughing watching this show today. Uh, it's 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 healing. Your brain gets washed with oxytocin and serotonin, all the happy feel good chemicals when you're laughing and when you're able to like relax a little bit and laugh at these people. However, and even though they are they are deeply, deeply deserving of our ridicule. You have to stop and ask brass tacks for a second. How the hell did these people get in charge of anything? How the hell did this group of like degenerate freaks get in charge of anything in this? I thought we were a serious country. I thought they were, we were a serious nation. How are they in charge? You know, sit back and ask that question and shiver at the thought of it until you realize something. That I think is very important and, and truly profound. They're not in charge. They're not in charge. This person's in charge. Right here. Next slide. There you go. Oh, Royce. You almost had me. This is the person who's in charge. Right here. This is what we're celebrating. God's in charge. These people aren't in charge. These people aren't kings. They think they're kings. They worship themselves. They worship their own religion. We talk about it on the show all the time. It's the religion that exists without Jesus. But it's actually Jesus Christ who's the king. Jesus Christ is the king. It, it, these people aren't in charge of anything. God is in control. He's always been in control. There've always, there's always been evil in the world. That evil has existed for all time. It is ancient. And God has existed for all time. And God is perfect. And he's guided this country and this country from its very inception has been based upon the principles laid out in the scriptures for us to follow. And what do they say? Those scriptures say fear not 365 times. The term fear not is found in the Bible. That's one per day. I literally wake up every morning. I look myself in the mirror and I say fear not. I do that every single day because God gives us one per day for the entire year. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, it says in the scriptures, I'll fear no evil. And God does not want us to fear evil. There is a lot of evil going on right now in this country. There's a lot of evil going on right now. And God says, don't fear that. He says, don't fear it. Benjamin Franklin, when he was opening up the Constitutional Convention, he prayed and he said in his prayer, if a sparrow cannot fall from the sky without God's notice, how can an empire rise without his aid? We are an empire. We are the most powerful nation on earth. We are the best nation on earth. Yes, there have been ups and downs throughout the course of this country. Very dark times throughout the course of this country. Don't act as though World War I, World War II, the, the Civil War is not as dark or worse than what we're going through right now. There's always been a fight for the soul of this nation. Evil fights for big kingdoms. When Satan tempted Christ, he brought him up to a mountaintop and showed him the kingdoms of the world. And he said, I'll give them all to you. 
Satan's going to fight for powerful kingdoms to control them. And it's up to us, a moral good people, to remember God's promise to us. It goes like this in Jeremiah. For I know the plans that I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. You got to remember that, baby. This it, the, God's either real or he's not. And if he's real, then we better start acting like it. And more importantly, if we believe in the scriptures, we better start acting as though evil is real too and speaking out against it. I ain't fighting for a Republican Party. I ain't fighting Democrats. I'm fighting evil every day. And you're with me on this program. And we're winning, actually, on a lot of fronts. Demoralization is a tactic. Demoralization, making you feel as though you're losing, that is a psychological attempt at breaking you down. It's been used by evil for all time. It's ancient. Satan understands from the time of Adam and Eve. Satan understands human nature way better than we do. He understands temptation. He understands demoralization. He understands how to get into that psyche. So we're not going to let him. There have been good and incredible blessed things happening this year. Like this. Check it out. Marked safe from abortion today. Roe v. Wade struck down. Roe v. Wade gone. See you later. Done. Your nation arguably is becoming more moral because our federal government is saying no more to the slaughter of children. Now, should we have ever been there? No, we shouldn't. But we killed Roe v. Wade this year. And that was because of you. And that was because of our fighting. And that was because God shown his grace on us. And he also gave us this sweet man in the Supreme Court. <laughs> and what was the left's response to this? I'm on a sex track. <sighs> that was the left's response. Yeah, okay. Uh, happily married. Uh, good luck. We can meme this too, by the way. My body, someone else's body. That's how it works, okay? You want a simple explanation of this? My body, someone else's body. What does it say? First line in the Constitution. What does it say in our founding documents? First, most famous line of our founding documents. What are we fighting for? Life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. What's the first one? Life. That's someone else's body right there. That's a totally separate DNA. That is someone else's body, okay? And that child has a right to life that is fundamental, inherent, and woven into the very core and the cornerstone of this country. That right to life is written down. And our Constitution says that that is that child's right. Therefore, all Constitution is actually, all abortion is unconstitutional based on that interpretation of the Constitution. All abortion should be unconstitutional. That's the way a moral people should view this issue. And that's what we should pray for. That's what we should pray for. And you know what? We can win. And we can win any battle we want because we live inside of a red nation. We live inside of a red country. They don't want you to see this image that their worldview exists inside of the most rat infested, diseased, garbage heap, little blue specks around the country. They don't want you to know that you're more powerful than you actually think you are. And if you look at the state of Florida, then you will see that every single county, every single county in my state swung with the extreme rightward this election. Oh, 2022 is a big loss for Republicans. Wrong. Wrong in the state of California, New York, Florida, every single county. 
And it's partly because of leadership like this. Why don't you do your job? Why don't you get this border secure? And until you do that, I don't want to hear a blip about COVID from you. Hey, <laughs> yes, it's because when you stand up and when you're strong and when you are able to divine what is evil and what is not, when you're able to divine and use will to power, like we talk about on this show all the time, when you're able to use the power that has been given to you by the people in order to act, not just sit on your ass, but to act and to make life better. That's what people are asking for. We, um, moral people in America, cry out for leaders to defend us and to listen to our priorities. And that's why this state's going great. That's why we live inside of a red kingdom. The entire country is actually a red kingdom if you look at these maps. All right. And the entire country can be unified in one major celebration. If you are not uplifted in this show already, you will be uplifted here, uh, Dr. Fauci is resigning. He's running to the hills. He's scared. Dr. Fauci is scared. My governor says in a, in a very solemn Christmas message that we should chuck that little elf across the Potomac. I'm just sick of seeing him. I know he says he's going to retire. Someone needs to grab that little elf and chuck him across the Potomac. Play it. Do we do we have that independently? Oh, okay. There's a meme of of Ron DeSantis. We played in the cold open of him chucking, chucking Dr. Fauci actually across the Potomac, and it is it is truly glorious, ladies and gentlemen. The memes are the memes are powerful, and the way that we, the way that we express ourselves in this movement, and the way that we use humor and ridicule in this movement, I think is very important. And the reason why we use humor and ridicule is because these powerful people, they're not joyous. They have no ability to laugh. They have no ability to be joyful. These people are the most pretentious, self-important, arrogant, pernicious, malevolent, sad, miserable cretins. Are they happier? Does the left seem happier now that they control unified government? That they're getting essentially everything they want? Do they seem happier? Do they seem more, like more joyful people? No. And we can defeat them, actually, by being the party and the people that are joyous, where people want to hang out with us. There's nothing more, There's nothing sadder than the woke mind virus. And these, these wretched bullies, these moralizing cretins, they truly, they truly are sad. And we should pray for their souls because joy and peace... This, these are these are the, the products and the fruits of people who live happy lives. And the people who are happy and who are joyful and who can still laugh, they make memes like this. But Dr. Fauci. Someone needs to grab that little elf and chuck him across the <laughs> This is the most powerful man in the world right here. This is what he tweets. The most powerful man in the world is tweeting, prosecute Fauci. These are my pronouns. God, do you have something to celebrate? Are you happy now? Are you, can, 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 we, can I line all these things up for you and show you that, yes, there is hope and that, yes, there is always a salvation for this country? He's sharing memes. Elon's sharing memes. One more lockdown, my king. Watch just one more lockdown. 
Yo, in case you wonder if we're onto something here, the most powerful, richest man on earth who owns Twitter, who owns Tesla, who owns SpaceX, who owns the Boring Company, who is, again, inarguably one of the most powerful people in the world, is sharing memes saying that we should prosecute Fauci, mocking the pronoun dogma, and roasting Dr. Fauci to his face. And so that's why we continue to build here. That's why we build here. I told you we would have a sneak preview of our first animated special. Uh, I think that we can, can we just play it? Can we just play it beside me here, Royce? We are going to be making our, we're going to be dropping our first animated special here on Team Benny. Uh, the, the mentally ill, the mentally ill Biden employee who stole your bag. <laughs> This is created completely by our team, completely by our team here. And that's that's why I wanted to thank you. I mean, in our in our closing message, can we bring on Royce Nalex? In our closing, like in closing here, guys, I want to like bring on some of our team that make this show possible every single day. Every single day, this this show is being made possible, obviously by the viewers, but then also by the people who 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 work behind the scenes slavishly. I mean, we never stop working at the show. Uh, ALX never stops producing. Royce is in the studio day and night, night and day, uh, building this uh, for you, for this audience. And I want to say thank you. And we wanted to just say thank you because it's it's y'all as to you all make this possible. You tune in and you share this content and you subscribe. And we want to say thank you. ALX, you want to take it away? Yeah, um, it's been an honor and a successful year um, this year. Certainly appreciate all the viewers, and it's it's really fun to produce this show every single day. So, yeah, thank you, everyone. ALX has had a couple of major blessings this year, uh, but obviously the biggest gift under the tree is getting his Twitter account back. For sure. And I got, yeah, I got locked out actually yesterday, and then Elon had to spring me out again. Uh, he replied to Jack Basobic's tweet, who flagged it, and uh, he said, I'm looking into this, and uh, I got my account back again. So here I am. Multiple jailbreaks. Royce, do we have the, uh, Royce, do we have the, uh, the audio figured out? Can you talk to the people? No. I mean, I can talk through your mic. But... All right, come on over here, Royce. Free for all. What's up? This is me. Here, I'm bring this down. Yeah. Is that better? What's up? What do you do on this show? Uh, I, I help produce it. I, uh, I'm i technically the director of photography, but I, I help build all this and make sure the show goes well every day and think we have a good time. <laughs> uh, and what's your biggest blessing this year? Um, probably getting this job with you. Uh, getting married. Getting I engaged. I did not him up for this. No, but... Yeah, um, you got married this year. That, I that, did. That, I did. Careful. Careful, <laughs> careful Royce. I did. I yes, got married yikes. and engaged, right? I got engaged at the beginning, married towards the end, and then I got this job, and it's just helped us out a lot, given us a lot of opportunities. So super thankful. And thankful for everyone watching and supporting the show every day. Royce is uh, how old are you? I'm 20. Are you Cuban? I am, yes. Do you hate communism? I do, yes. Is that, is that your inspiration every day? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't go back to Cuba. <laughs> I don't want to go to Cuba. <laughs> that'll be that'll be a regular thing. We'll do the the de deportation cam. We'll get a green screen behind you and put you back in Cuba. Oh, that's right. right. Okay. No deportation for Royce. Royce is uh, Royce is emblematic. Thank you, Royce. No. 
Royce is emblematic of exactly what we're trying to do here on the show. What we're trying to do here on the show and what you are supporting are these young men. Our our, our team is like you, you you think of broadcasting and you think of TV as like a bunch of old like guys with beer bellies, right, in their 50s, rolling around, you know, cranky, cantankerous old guys, right? They got French fry dust in their beards. That's not this show. This program, you are supporting a staff of people that like their median age is like probably 25 or 28 of the total staff for The Benny Show. You are supporting the creation of a vector for young people, young creatives who love this country to have their voice heard and to save this country. And so thank you. I mean, again, you have been a blessing to us this year. You, the viewer, have been a blessing to us. And what we do is we don't sacrifice now Royce, who's an incredibly gifted uh, videographer and director of photography here at the company. We don't sacrifice Royce to MSNBC, right? Or to NBC. We're like a young videographer. Not like he would ever work there, but hey, yo, listen, man, he's got a family. He's got a family. If there, if that's that, if that's the only job in town, he's gonna go. He's gonna go have to work for these uh, Satanists, essentially, in corporate media. And so we don't want that. We want to create a vector and a place for young creatives who are conservatives who love this place. You know, to be a Republican to work here, but you should you should love freedom and you should love this country. We want to create a place where they can get paid, where they can have a great life, they can provide for their family, and you help us do that. You help us support that. I think right now we can bring on other members of the team. I mean, I, just to show you, we can prove it to you that we don't have nothing against like salty, What's going old, on? salty, old, cantankerous old men, but we don't got any here. Well, okay. Maybe one we got Leonardo DiCaprio works, <laughs> works here apparently in meme form. Uh, we got some members of team Venny here uh, wanting to say hi. I guess we can just, I, I guess we can just go around and, and shout out like sort of what you do here and introduce yourself to the audience. Ashley, you want to start? Sure. Yeah. So um, obviously my name's Ashley and I, I'm like mainly in control of the Instagram and Rumble account. Um, and I help out a little bit with Facebook. And memes. And memes. And memes. Ashley, your, uh, your favorite Christmas blessing this year? It's going to be so like with everybody else, but definitely getting this job. It was a really tough year. My grandma passed away in July and it was uh, a struggle since then. And then Benny called me the one day and he's like, hey, I want to hire you. And I was like, this is amazing. So definitely my biggest blessing. I'm so, I, if this is if this is I, I'm not I'm not setting people up right to like <laughs> praise the show or anything. And honestly, it was, the show went live and I'm like, everyone should come on. I'm like texting them during the introduction. So. Uh, anyway, we're just trying. Like, I just wanted to show everyone the behind the scenes. I guess, Danny, what's up, man? What's going on? Well, part of my job is to one up Benny with this Santa hat, so that's kind of what's going on here. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I guess I kind of help the team sort of be like Media Matters' worst nightmare. We we try to like cancel back the left, so we'll get all those ridiculous clips of like leftists, you know, melting down on MSNBC. We'll put them out there. We'll try to cancel them for saying just absolute garbage. Um, and so that's that's sort of what we do here. Um, are you are you at Fry Festival right now inside of one of those tents on the beach, or are you in one of Biden's uh, so, immigrant tents? What's going on, Danny? I, pretty much. So this is a refugee camp. Um, I escaped, <laughs> I've escaped the black hole of my last live shot, and then due to my wonderful camera and computer issues, we're having this uh, this white tent behind me. So we're just happy to be here. Good morning yeah. so far. Danny is also, I think, 18, are you 18, 19 years old? 
20? I just turned 20. Yep. Ladies and gentlemen, you are supporting the next generation of conservative creators, and they're they're a powerhouse. You've got the Benny Bunch. Okay, good. Thank you, Robert. Yes, <laughs> you've got you've got to see like the team. This isn't a request for you to do anything. This is just a thank you from all of us. Uh, Elijah, what's up, man? Hey, how's it going? Uh, Elijah, can you t- explain to people what you do here on the program and and uh, how you are? I, I guess you are inside of a prepper cabin. Yeah, we are in a prepper cabin that's actually it's three degrees outside in Tennessee and the, the pipes are frozen, so we have no water. But, hey, there's, you know, we got Wi-Fi, so we're good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, look, on the Benny Show, I work with the partnerships. And so we on the Benny Show support businesses that want to su- that want to fight back and and support uh, freedom loving the freedom loving country that we're in. And so we support them and they support us. And so I, I handle the partnerships and it's just a, it's just a joy. And it's, it's, it's fun to wake up every day. I used to work in marketing and, and it was just like commercials and it was just, you just, you just processing commercials, but every day you get to wake up and, and have a purpose behind the marketing that, that goes on the show and, and, and what we do here and how we support other businesses and, and conservative loving businesses and, and so that's 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 what I do here on the Benny Show, and it's an honor. And we got Avery. We got Avery down there. And Eli- I just want to state on I just want to state on Elijah. Like Elijah believed in this show before the show existed. And you have to you have to be able to have you have to be able to build everything. You have to be able to build correctly and monetize correctly. And Elijah has been such a huge help in that. Before we ever had a product, Elijah and I met in. Houston, Texas. And yep. he said, he said, we can do this. And so Elijah, Elijah having faith in this program is part of the reason why we're here. What up, Avery? Hey, buddy. Avery, why are you wearing that woke brand? What is this Nike brand? <clears throat> My bad. Supporting Colin Kaepernick. We all got to learn. <laughs> moment. Avery's one of our newest, one of our newest employees. What's up, man? What do you do here at the Benny show? Uh, I'm the new editor for the team so i work on most of the documentaries like the uh 4g auto video that's on youtube and everywhere uh the dc and decay all that kind of stuff it is um incredible to find it is incredible to work with young people who are truly gifted by god the world will come through and try and grind you to powder and tell you that the gifts that God gives you naturally, uh, you shouldn't follow those and you should just go be an accountant. And this is not to knock accountants, but there are deeply creative uh, and artistic people in our movement and we need to give them jobs. And Avery is one of those people. Avery is someone who's so gifted and is, is so naturally artistic and his edits are just uh, his edits are just masterful. And anyone who does video production will tell you the filming is the filming is one thing. Everyone thinks it's the, you know, oh, I'm on a movie set. Wow, this is really exciting. It's the editors who make the work sing. And so while they might not get the the, the amount of credit that they deserve, Avery certainly will at this company. Uh, Avery, anything any any big uh, any big thanks this year? Um, I mean, I know I am fairly new to the team, but I've definitely learned a lot myself within the past few months. And so I want to say thank you to you for pushing me. And yeah, I've definitely learned a lot. 
Uh, yeah, well, School of Hard Knocks. <laughs> school School of Hard Knocks on social media. We know there's a lot of people that you could be watching, and we know there's a lot of content out there. And so you choose to watch us every day, and so we want to deliver excellence. And 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 we drive, and, and we will never, ever, ever stop. And we will try never to disappoint you. Uh, I guess we have a meme that will be speaking with us next. Jerry? Hi, everybody. This is Jerry. I only exist in meme form. Yes. <laughs> Uh, Jerry, I don't drink up? on the job, by the way. Okay. <laughs> All right, Jerry. So, uh, so uh, Jerry is identifying as a they them Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> and what do you uh, what what's up with the what do you what do you do day to day here at the show? Uh, so I manage the YouTube channel and I edit uh, videos like the shorts or the long form. Uh, I do thumbnails as well, and um, yeah, it's I enjoy it. Uh, watch the chat every morning to make sure you guys aren't spamming and I get those guys out of the way as soon as I see them <laughs> as quick as I can. Um, that's about it. Just want to say Merry Christmas to everybody. And I love being on the team. It's uh, a great experience. This year has been a roller coaster that I, I just don't want to get off of. <laughs> it has been a massive, it has been a massive roller coaster. And so, and you've been riding with us the entire way. And so this isn't even the entire team, but we wanted to this morning hop on and simply say Merry Christmas and to say thank you and to say that you've blessed us this year by watching. The The numbers have been just astronomical. The growth has been insane. ALX and I cannot believe it. And ALX, uh, you know, has been ride or die on this on, on this for four years now. And we've been building and building and building and we're not going to stop. There is no breaks on this train for 2023, so we're we're gonna hit it. We got a lot of new and very uh, exciting things um, uh, ahead in the future, and that's all because of you. And so I think from an entire team, maybe we'll try a full team Merry Christmas here, and just a full sign off. Uh, so from Team Benny, uh, many blessings. You got a bunch of regions. You got you got Pennsylvania. You got Nevada. You got Tennessee here. You got Danny is in Guatemala, and you got uh, you know, and and you got Florida representing Massachusetts with ALX right here from all across the country. We say Merry Christmas, uh, uh, Merry Christmas uh, to you. May, should we try it? One big Merry Christmas, to the audience. Uh, all right, three, yeah. two, one. Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. And God bless you and yours in the new season. Celebrate the birth of sweet baby Jesus Christ um, and be uplifted. Uh, we ain't done yet. God's not done with us yet. And we thank you so very much from the bottom of our hearts. Merry Christmas. See you in the new year. <laughs>